A hiker gets stuck between a rock and a hard place. A ballerina descends into madness. A boxer has to balance family problems while pursuing the fights he deserves. A team travels into a mind to implant an idea. And a family is upturned by the introduction of the biological father. This time on the Oscar should have gone to 2010, part one. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... Have you thought of you? Not yet, Jack. The Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... The King's Speech. You should be shot for that description of 127 hours. It's literally what happens. A rock and a hard... Yeah, I mean, I guess. Isn't that the name of the book? I think he wrote a book, and that's what it's called. Yeah, I think it is. A I rock think it's called a, a rock and a hard place. I think it's like between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Well, I yeah, should Aaron say he Ralston should be story. he should be shot, but really he's he's been through enough. Yeah, he yeah. lost the whole. Hand. I went through enough just watching that movie, yeah. so I can't imagine that's actually right. going through it. We're back. We're back. Um, we've got some. We've got some um, homework that uh, happened, or mm. some mm-hmm. some stuff to take care of. So last episode... Housekeeping. 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 That's what I was, word I was looking for. Yeah. Uh, Megan and I did a best picture draft. So from 1960 to 2009, we drafted 25 movies each, and then we did a bonus, and we did 2010 through 2019. So we had 30 movies each. It yeah. was dramatic. Yes. Wow. So I Blood posted the spilled. results on our social media. As expected, we got... Ones of responses. Um, votes. Uh, we got three on Instagram and one on Twitter. Um, and I beat you three to one. Really? Yes. However, it's because shocking. I knew we weren't going to get a huge output from our listeners on social media, I posted it in the Big Picture group, which is a much more popular uh, movie podcast at The Ringer Hosts, um, and had them vote on it. And I'll tell you, you'll be surprised to learn... That I beat you 15 to 7 there. So I beat you both places, uh, about 2 to 1 vote wow. um, in both. Wow, everywhere. I have to tell you, I am shocked. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm chagrined. I'm. It sort of broke down. I will say I would a like lot to your... know why. I would like to know what was it that you picked. Or here's, here's a good question. I wonder what was, is, is it something you picked or is it something that... Like were people voting based on like, I don't like this? I, I think can't. it was more the... Who ended up with the most best picture movies that people don't like? Right. So, so one person particularly on that big picture group said, I really think both of them have great selections, but team, and I didn't put our names. I just great. put team A, team B. Great. Love and it. they said, team A has so many more lemons and you were team A. Wow. That's a real, mm. that's a. One person that voted for you did say that they liked yours better. They felt bad that you ended up with, got stuck with the green book. Because yeah. well, there when, we did the, when we did the I got stuck 10. with Green Book, but you got stuck with Crash. Yeah. Which is interesting. For in my in my mind, in my book, mm-hmm. which is not green, uh, more egregious. Yeah. yeah, but in some ways, Crash walked so, so Green, green Book, book could run. run. Yes, no, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but Driving Miss Daisy walked so Crash could run so Green Book could fly. Could fly. That's right. That's yeah, right. That's very true. And you ended up with Driving Miss Daisy. That's true. That's true. 
That is true. Wow. Yeah, but I still won. So what's important is I'm better at this than you are. I guess so. Great. Well, according to 20 people. According to 20 people. Uh, like 26 people. <laughs> we're thrilled, by the way. You know what? At the end of this, we're going to have Joe take a look and yeah. see what he says. Yeah, we'll have Joe take a look. I want to yeah, look. Yeah. So we're he had thrilled. Godfather Part 1, but I had Godfather Part 2. Wow. Yeah. We'll show, we'll show Joe. Okay. We'll get his... We'll, I'm intrigued. That we'll, we're going to save that from the end. Do you okay. think it was just so people, people that were hardcore... So people have to listen to the whole thing to see do what Do you think it was, yeah. it was people... It was hardcore Titanic fans like me that were like, I just I have to vote for whatever list has I Titanic. I stole Titanic from Megan because she took Godfather 2 from me. So okay. I, um, I scooped up Titanic. Smart. Yeah. Um, we have Joe Gillette with us, one hey. of our most often uh, featured uh, guests. Uh-huh. Joe usually comes on with me every year uh, when I go through my list about three-fourths of the year. Um, but When I'm um, abroad. When That's right. When you're abroad, when you're traveling somewhere. I tend to go abroad in October yeah. to escape the heat in of Los course. Angeles. Yes. Um, didn't happen this year. No. Why is that? Did, yeah. have, did have tickets to Paris. Did not go. Yeah. Um, no you're, reason, you're, honestly. Yeah. Didn't your, Just didn't feel didn't like it. did your aunt live in Paris? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, she... Jumped in the sand once? Yeah, something like that. The water was freezing. She spent a month sneezing. Oh, La La Land. But yeah. said she would do it again. again. Honestly, gonna, I want to rewatch that. That is that movie is not great. It's it but that moment, that is a mm. real that's mm-hmm. what run of the Oscar. She's a charmer. She's the, a charmer. I'll argue that Great. I mean I enjoy that film, but the last 15, 20 minutes of that movie really gets me. It does. It I cry. It really gets me. Yeah, I cry when, from the audition scene kind of yeah, on. Yeah. I, I cry. Yeah, it's very, very and well I put still together. don't understand how John Legend didn't win Best Supporting Actor. <laughs> I know. We'll never know. Let's start a podcast about that. <laughs> we start a fire. That's a good song, too. There's good... When, you, when you're, like, feeling kind of... When you're feeling kind of low. Yeah. I will say, especially in Los Angeles, it's a nice soundtrack to put on. Yeah. You like to just put it on in your... Throw on a pair of headphones, and you just like to walk by that mural mm. um, that's right by the 101 of all the stars that yeah. she walks by. Right, that she walks that, by. Pretend that she's... Over by Franklin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that yeah. Ty- well, that part of town, if you walk <laughs> by that, if you're outside walking with headphones on in that part of town right about now, it's not going to go well for you. I don't that's think. true. Yeah. If you've driven through there recently. Yeah. yeah. It's a little worse for wear. <sighs> We're all a little worse for wear, Joe. Aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is the first time you've been on a podcast with Joe since our second episode. That's right. And that, that was how long ago? Three years. Wow. Because yeah, Almost it was just exactly three years. It was like the end of October. Uh, yeah. No, it was probably like November because I think we recorded the first one with Maddie at the end of October. Yeah, and then okay. since then, it's just been those like your favorites of the year yeah. so far. Yeah. I've done those. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. So we had to have Joe back because this, of course, is a big one. Mm-hmm. Big it's one. It's been 10 years. Since pretty to, much pretty since much. the release of yeah. these films, um, that makes me feel so fucking old yes. because I remember where I remember seeing a lot of these movies in theaters. Same, and, um, I felt like it was like that was like a couple years ago, right? Oh no, it was ten years ago. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna go slip my wrist in a bathtub. Yeah, yeah. it does. It does. I also get confused by because I'm pretty good at like. Thinking of a film and then like, oh, what year did that come out? But then when you throw in like, what Oscar year mm-hmm. was it? That always fucks me up. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Well, because it's different because it's like the it's the year after, yeah. and so yeah, yeah. it's a nightmare. Um, but you know, what was not a nightmare was all ten of these movies. Well, I'm gonna spoiler alert really it up solid. top. Really solid lineup Good we're year. playing with here, and a wide variety of films. Yeah. So I said this. Um, 
after Megan, Maddie, and I were talking after we recorded last week, mm-hmm. and there's a website sometimes I'll go to called Critics Top Ten that basically um, takes all the critic top ten list or top fifteen list or whatever from the year, and uh, based on like some sort of point system they put together, they tell you the ten top movies of the year, and then they'll depending on the year they list anywhere from top twenty to top fifty. Most recent years they have top fifty. But the 10 movies most listed on critics' top 10 list from 2010 were the 10 movies nominated for Best Picture this year, which is pretty crazy because usually there's at least a couple outliers. Yeah, and these are 10. I mean, that's the the fact that they nailed all 10. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we jump into it? We've got 10 to, ta- we we got got 10 10 to, to talk about. Let's do it. We've got to do it. I'm excited. So we'll go through these alphabetically, as always, and we'll end with the Best Picture winner. But the first nominee, as we've already mentioned, 127 hours. I'm glad we're starting with this because this might be... And I should point out that we're starting with this because 127 hours is written out numerically. Numerically. Right. If not they the, had not spelled the it out, of yeah. course it would be later. Thanks but. for clarifying that, Craig. No worries. Everybody was very no confused. No worries. Um, I realized watching this movie uh, when I watched it that this is I actually didn't really watch this movie. I rem- This is one movie that we I didn't see in theaters. Mm-hmm. I see all the Oscar movies, but... I never made it to this because I am extremely squeamish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to want to see that. And um, and so I forget who was over here. Was it you? It was no, somebody. No, I didn't live here yet. Oh, you didn't live here. Okay. Well, somebody was in the living room and they were, it was somebody, one of Maddie's friends, and they were watching it together. And oh, it was, I was, it was Aaron Ralston. It was Aaron Ralston. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you got to put this movie on, man. It's about me. I was in and out of the of the room, like I think I was doing something else, and I was kind of like just catching snippets. And then I remember leaving the room specifically during that scene, and mm. then Maddie being like, "You can come back." Um, yeah, this movie, Danny Boyle is a talented director, is mm-hmm. what I will say. I think it's like I think it's so interestingly shot, and like, how do you make a movie about a guy with his hands stuck in a rock for you know what I mean for a week? Be Still, like, Matt, it you actually know, was only 127 hours. <laughs> right. How many days is that? Four? Four days? It's, uh, yeah. It's, it's like four, it's, it's over five days, 120 hours. So a right. week, bitch. So a work week. Yeah, a work yeah, week. Monday through Friday. Shut it. Yeah. So, uh, but I will say, yeah, this, this is towards the bottom for me just mm-hmm. because, I, again, you're watching through your fingers. I'm watching through my fingers. It's, it's very, and that scene is, the music stings that they have with that is rough. Like mm. when he's like hitting nerve or whatever. That one nerve. Yeah. That like tendon. Oh, or something. and honestly, I will faint. I can't talk too much about it. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's very. The end is really emotional. I was like, I had like tears in I, my eyes. I will admit that I really teared up as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. the music and him being like, "Help me!" And when yeah. the when the fucking helicopter comes down. Do you know what this movie mm. would be called if this had happened to me? What? It'd be called 20 minutes because I would have <laughs> yeah. immediately gone into shock and died. Like. I would have too, I think. I think I would have taken a look, peeked over the side there at my dead hand, yeah. and been like, that's it for me. Passed out, never woke up. Yeah, yeah they find me five days later. I, of course, want to point out that this, Covered in never movie, yeah. this movie yeah. also never could have been about me because not only would I have not done this alone, I would not have done this with other people even. No. Like, I, I don't mind a hike. No. But uh, I'm not jumping canyons. You know what I like more is a sit. 
Yeah, I, I love like, a sit. In I the like shade. a sit and a, in the shade and a drink. Yeah. and a snack. See the thing. Yeah, jumping into this movie, I found myself um, feeling like I, immediately I start thinking about all the folks out there who can directly relate to him. Yeah, mm. because they're into whether it's like backpacking or hiking or mountain climbing or whatever it free is, free soloing, free soloing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's like a situation they could actually maybe find themselves in if a bunch of stuff went wrong. My dad does this shit, by the way. My dad and my aunt, and I'm always like, yeah. why though? But why? Yeah. But why? That's where my head goes is like, and I think it's interesting that I think a really effective part of the movie is when he's recapping all the d- bad decisions. Yeah. Like, I didn't tell anybody, and, you know, I didn't call my mom back, and I told my buddy I might go here and I might go there. Like, all these different things, because... That's where my head would go immediately. Like, why did I have to do this mm-hmm. at all? Like, it, it's so fun that like it's worth this happening to me. But that's just because I'm a little weak man, sure. and I yeah, don't sure. like putting myself in situations where that's even remotely a possibility. Sh- sh- sure, one hundred percent. That that p- moment when he goes back, when he's in, when, he, when he visualizes when it, it. I think about this all the time. Whenever like. I've, I've not happened a lot, but like a minor fender bender where you're like, I wish I could just rewind five yeah. seconds. And when he goes, he's thinking about going over all, covering all the go, uh, trail to get back to the car yep. and there's a Gatorade yep. in the car. And like an orange or a couple oranges. And yeah. you're like, get, and you're like, it's why? Always, yeah. It's why? Did yeah. I, why am I here? Yeah. Why did I, why did this happen? It really, it, yeah. And, and, and he says like that he's like so selfish and all that stuff. I mean, I guess I could relate to that part. Sure. But, um, sure, sure, sure. We all could. But I think the, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Like the one part of that movie, I've only seen it twice. I saw it in theaters because it was like, I felt like I had to see this performance. I'd been warned that like people had passed out from yeah. the scene. And I was like, well, I'll just kind of, you mean when eyes. the blade goes into his arm and then he just takes it out and waits a couple more days yeah. to cut it off. Yeah. Um, that part was like, that's like bad enough. My, yeah. my actual note about that was when the blade goes in, blah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I've like, uh, you know, I've played golf on a hot day and run out of water and mm. had like a couple of hours left mm-hmm. and felt like I was going to pass. Yeah. Yeah. So the part that stayed with me from the first viewing in the theater was rationing the water. Yeah. And I just thought like, it is excruciating when you are thirsty for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even imagine. So forget about even getting to the place where he cuts his arm off. Yeah. How does he have the will when he's that malnourished yeah yeah and he and he's so thirsty to then go like then i'm gonna cut my arm off and somehow not pass out and yeah, well, he somehow, did at that point he had drinking his acrid piss yeah, so yeah. to be fair he is probably <laughs> and it was cold at night too and i hate being cold i hate it i hate I, being cold i hate being hot i hate i hate that too i i am an in yeah. what i what, what i really realized my takeaway from this movie is i am an indoor girl yeah. Yeah. Like Kate Winslet on Titanic before me. I am mm. more of an indoor girl. Yeah. And I'm I'm and by the way, I'll die some other horrible way, yep. I'm sure. But, you know, it won't be probably of an my earthquake own. where the yeah, walls collapse. Where the walls collapse on him yeah, and then I'm like, whatever. But don't say that. Jesus Christ, Craig. <laughs> because you're like, <laughs> I refuse to go outside. And Maddie's like, You we have to go. The walls are claving in. You're and like, I'm, like no. I'm an inside girl. <laughs> I'm an inside girl crunch. 
yeah. I was even thinking like the shooting of this movie would be uncomfortable for mm-hmm. me. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I would, you know, I could do it if it was like my hand was stuck in the sofa of the couch or something yeah. like that. But like he's still not chilling. I mean, I knew no. they, did, they did the majority of it in a soundstage, but like talk about uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like standing, your arms pinched, and you're having to like sob into an old HD camera. Yeah. yeah. That sounds... I mean, he did a good job. Maybe they just didn't tell him what the movie was about. They're like, (laughs) it's just about you, like, diving in water with Amber Tamlin and Kate Mara for, like, three hours. So that that is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, I'm not not a big, I'm not, I'm not very afraid of heights, and I love water. I'm like, I'm, listen, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. You could jump into some water. I'll jump into some water, no problem. I could do. But into the... Narrow abyss. I wouldn't have no. even gotten into that. No, me neither. Narrow spot. No, no, no. They're going. They don't know there's water down there. No. It, it, for all also, they know, if they drop, they're dead. Yeah. Also, this yeah. man's a stranger. Yes. Yeah, I did think it was uh, forward looking though when he approaches them in his mask. I was like, I oh, that feels so now. <laughs> yeah. Feels very now. I was like, girls, where are your masks? When Put he's like, oh, on. let me take this mask off for you. Yeah, he's like, like, no, 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 keep your mask on. You're a stranger. Yeah. yeah. Have you been tested? We don't know. Um, have you gotten your results yet? Like these two know each other. Perhaps yeah. they've been bubbling together. Yeah, maybe they're, they're in a pod. <laughs> uh, yeah. We don't know. Yeah, it was. Um, Although they are going to have a party, which I everyone did not at agree the Scooby Doo party, party is in a bot. Yeah. <laughs> was that what, what was? They were just getting a blow up, so it wasn't like a bounce house made of. Scooby-Doo. No, it was just, it was just an inflatable. inflatable. I think Scooby-Doo. it was like a yeah, like a, so. Like here's the party. Wow, I mean, there's better ways to do that. Just yeah, like yeah, given balloons. I like you know, this small, message. You know, just, whatever. just a street address. Yeah, just a street address. <laughs> Send someone a pin. <laughs> now, had this movie? I don't know if you've done any research, Craig, but. Didn't this movie bop around directors? I felt like someone else was going to direct it before Danny Boyle. I think Boyle. that's true. I think I read that, but I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Who. And this also, I feel like this movie then set off a very short period of like, hey, we can shoot something with basically like one person trapped somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like Buried with Ryan Reynolds or Phone yeah. Booth. Phone, phone Booth, yeah. Did you see Buried? I didn't. No, I can't. That I, movie no. is... I'd rather cut off my arm than be buried alive. Nope. That Me movie's too. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that no. movie is crazy. Although, I, I will say, I, I prefer to be in a phone booth, I think, above any of those things. Uh, well, for yeah. sure. Yeah. The, the part in uh, Kill Bill, when she has to punch her way out of the box, was bad enough for me. I'm like, I can't. I can't I mean, again, the actual practical doing, the making of the film, yeah. Ryan Reynolds had like a bald spot on the back of his head from every single day yeah. slipping into this because they shot it, you know, basically like a, from profile right. and then we'd kind of tr- do some trick angles and stuff. But he was inside of something every no. single day of the no, shoot. That's a no for me. Okay, nuts. okay so um, rank them, okay? okay? You're in one of these four situations. The three we've mentioned or the shallows, you're stuck on a rock. Oh, God, by the way, can right I say here. of the four... That's probably my favorite movie. I mean, I haven't seen Shallows. Great. I like The Shallows. I thought it was a good it's movie. Good. Yeah. It's fun. Um, hmm, that's a really good. She got real sunburned and I'm very fair. Also, didn't her leg get bitten off? Yeah, she also got Well, got, didn't get bitten off. off but it just bitten-ish. it got bit. Yeah. I'm going to go Phone booth's in there? I'm but there's a guy. Booth. But yeah. there's a guy with a gun. Yeah, but I just feel like my options are so much. Plus, more. you got a phone right there. You can call so many friends. Yeah, yeah, and I could at least like it's yell. Le- it's definitely the least loneliest. My I guess, final words. Yeah, so. I guess phone. I guess phone booth, and it's over quick. Like yeah. I don't have to. I'm not the master of my own fate in a weird way. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. You're not going to make the wrong decision. Like yeah. someone is in control. Yeah, yeah someone else. is I'm going to do phone booth. Mm-hmm. 
Then I'm going shallows because I just feel like, I don't know, maybe there's a world where I could swim away real yeah. quick. Yeah. That shark gets tired. Yeah. yeah. Then I'm going uh, 127. Yeah. Me too. Then I'm going Then buried. buried. That's exactly yeah. my, Joe, roll yeah. it back. That's exactly my list. Yeah. Buried's bottom. Yeah. I'm 127 va- hours, I still die. I'm vacillating between 127 hours and the shallows as my two, three. But my one and four are definitely the same as you guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, None of them is something that is likely I don't to happen. Do, I don't want to do no. any of them. I don't. There are no phone booths anymore, so yeah, cross that off the list. Yeah, unless like, you'd have to be like at Universal Studios or something. It'd be like a fake phone booth, like yeah. Springfield. Yeah, maybe. Um, I'm not going like spelunking, so 170 yeah. hours is probably gone. Um, I don't surf. Have tried, by the way. Yeah. Not, <laughs> do not possess the upper body strength. Yeah. Can't happen. So you unless, will probably be in a coffin within the next two years, but you will not be. But alive, I probably so will be not. Be I, yeah, and also I plan on being cremated. So oh great, so, remind yeah. me. Yeah, cremate me. I will say so. In terms of the making of this movie, I do feel. I feel like a lot of the directorial stuff with the flashbacks for me is more style over substance, mm-hmm. and I think it is stylistically cool. But I almost. It almost just seems like well, we got to make this movie at least ninety minutes long. Yeah, I agree, mm-hmm. and. Some of the voiceover when he's like, this rock and I were made for it. Like, the profundity almost feels unearned. Yes. For me. And the craziest thing that happens in the movie, I think, is when after he cuts his arm off, he takes that photo of himself. (laughs) Oh, he takes the photo of... His arm in the yeah. rock. I was. Like, I don't really. I wonder if he really did that. I mean, I assume he must have because that was such a moment. But that would. Not be something that yeah, and I'm going to tell you I missed that because I was you were you dry were, heaving. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was. I I did not. There there was one moment where I looked back where the music sting was like, Ring, and I was yeah. like, and I'm tapping out. I got to tap. So out. did you? But were you? Did you see the moment where he comes loose? No. Okay, got it. Got no. it. I feel like when he breaks his arm, that probably would have been even more difficult for me to do than actually end up cutting, cutting it off. off. Yeah, breaking your own because it's yeah. your own force. I will tell you of. that takes a lot of. In the same way, uh, spoilers for Bly Manor, um, which is not good, by the way, guys. Don't watch it. But there's a couple times where people are like. Uh, drowning themselves, and mm. I'm like, you can't drown your like. It's really hard it's to hard. fucking drown yourself. Yeah, yeah. like because your body will fight against that. Yeah. The same way, I feel like it would be really hard to like bri- to cut your own arm off because yeah. your the your body doesn't want you to do your that. Your body does not want you. Yeah. to do that. it's friends with that arm. It's part of. They're yeah. potting together. They're yeah, hanging out. You really out. have to yeah. have like some serious yeah. willpower. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, we should move on. Yeah, um, keep a little bit on track here sure. to Black Swan. Oof, great movie. Speaking of squeam, there's some squeamish stuff in Black Swan too. I was like, oh, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like anything to do with like fingernails. I don't like little snippers. I don't like that. But I like that at the way that they use it to such effect. Oh yeah, it's so effective to make it so uncomfortable and also very revealing of not just her character but the Barbara Hershey character Mm. who is a terror. (laughs) Very mommy dear. By the way, I had completely. That's something I completely forgotten about this movie. Her like. Baby girl stage mom relationship. Oh yeah, my sweet girl. My sweet. What happened to my sweet girl? Oh, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. Um, I something I don't know if you know about me, Greg. I don't know if you know this about me. You were a prima ballerina. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking wish. I fucking love the ballet. Oh, I know some. It's for some people and it's not for others. I fucking love the ballet. As a matter of fact, had tickets to the ballet. In Paris, got canceled. Don't worry Whoa. about it. No big deal. No big deal. I was basically going to be Emily in Paris, except, you know, 
50 pounds heavier, but right. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Not important. Um, I love the ballet. I think it's incredible. I think, talk about feats of strength. Yeah. Those fucking people, their bodies are, I don't understand. I don't understand how yeah. they do half the stuff they do. So I love this movie for if the, the psychological elements of it are also amazing, obviously like that's, but for me, if it was just a fucking rendition of like black Swan, yeah. like of, of, uh, a tape, yeah, Swan, yeah. sorry, of Swan Lake, I'd be down for it. Yeah. It really, I, I, I had a, a, another thought which, which was, um, kind of similar to the 127 hours thing where I'm watching this, these people are killing themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And I just thought someone just made this up. Yeah. Someone just made up ballet, mm-hmm. right? Like they were like, "No, the moves like this," and then everyone's like, "Like this," and he's like, "No, it's exactly like this." Here's the thing: you actually can't do this unless you weigh less than a hundred pounds <laughs> and can stand on the tips of your toes, which is something that we can't do. Yes, that exactly. is my dream. Yeah. That is all I want. Yeah. All I want is to be literal bones, just like Natalie Portman, like just yeah, bones. A skeleton. Just a, just a bag of bones covered by skin. That's all I want. Yeah. And to be a pretty ballerina and on my tippy toes with like, and, yeah. and look nice. That yeah. is what I want. Why can't the universe abide? I want, I just wish I could do a lift. Yeah. Like, I just wish someone could lift me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was how all my Ditto, partners bro. felt in, in every musical I've ever been in. I, I always felt so bad when I got paired with someone in a musical. I'd just be like, I'm sorry, like, you're going to feel my arms trembling. <laughs> you're going to feel my it's arms It's not so, about you. It's, it's not, not about, about you. you I, I can't lift anything. Oh, God. Yeah, That's it's so bad. Funny. But, it, yeah. It's a great, but it's, it is, she, she is, I mean, she won the Oscar. Uh-huh. And I think I, I would have to see who she was against, but she's, a great, she's incredible in this. Yeah, there, we'll we'll talk about her main her main competition. Yeah, it was basically a two. Oh, it was, race. it was in that banning. Right, 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 right. Well, and Jennifer Law, J Law, J Law, but J Law was she, she was, was nominated, fresh. but she yeah. was fresh. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, she's. It's just a. I think. Okay, well, we're going to talk more performances when we get to supporting mm. um, for both genders. Yeah, but I I think that this is an example of a big. Ca- the, like a big perform, it's not a big performance. It's not even a big character, but it's a great. I mean, she, you know, delves into madness and yeah. somehow manages to make it kind of restrained. Yeah, it, it's. I I thought about that too, and I think it's such a testament to the kind of world that Aronofsky mm-hmm. is able to create, where there's some really big swings, mm-hmm. and in a sort of under a less watchful eye, um, it could turn fully camp and I think be like a B movie. Yes. Um, yeah. It's just because it's him, I think. It's him and it's the these incredible actors. Yeah. But like, if you just take the lines on the page, yes. um, you know, even just the, the sweet girl stuff or her literally saying like, it's my turn. And you know, it's, I do think there's some people like, I think Winona Ryder, like is definitely gets the closest to being like, maybe you should have pulled her back like half, half a bit, a tiny bit. Um, Especially like when she's like like her drunk scene. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's sure. like oh, yeah. she's in full Stranger Things mode. Yeah, it's like yeah. when they were doing Stranger Things, they watched Black Swan. They're yeah. like, oh, that's who. Well, it that's, is. No yeah. one's, just, uh, that's no one's. That's no one's fault. Put out the offer. That's no one's fault, but but Winona Ryder. Yeah, yeah. But you're totally right that it could it it has the elements of camp, mm-hmm. but because the actors took such care, and I think also 
because they had real ballerinas yeah, and right. real and and, and, like, and real really, Benjamin Millipiers. Yes. Yeah, bless because them. the because the dancing is so good. Yeah. You're like, oh, I buy this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. I also think it was, um, you know, it's a very sexy movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. like. The stuff with Vincent Cassell and the sort of power dynamic. Yeah. And then I was talking to a friend last night. I was like, oh, I'm watching uh, Black Swan, a female friend. And she said, oh, my bisexual awakening. <laughs> Which I think was a lot of, a lot of women yeah. were yeah. like, wait a second. When they, when her and Mila hook yeah. up, it yeah. was like, well, um, okay, maybe. Well, because I'm going to tell you a secret that maybe, I don't know if you know this. But, like, every girl has been in that situation Mm. where they're, like, we could, like, oh, we're having fun. We're, like, out drunk together. There's, like, these guys that are, like, into us, whatever. Like, we we could, like, fuck if we wanted to. Like, every girl has been in that sort of situation. Can I ask you Mm -hmm. why she takes off her panties in the bathroom? Is it just, like, when Mila Kunis, like, goes in the bathroom and she takes off her underwear and puts it in her purse? I'm not at liberty to say. Okay, great. Okay. I'm just going to say there's an element of friction and mm. there's an element of danger. Yeah. About that. Yeah. Interesting. So, so like, let that do. This okay. is becoming a sexy talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But let me just say, I get it. Okay. Hey, um, what's the, I got it. What's the scariest scene in the movie, do you think? Because you know this movie is technically, um, they classify this as a, as a horror nominee. There's only been five horror nominees, really? and this is one. Interesting. And yeah. I never would have considered it a horror movie. And then rewatching, I was like, there are definitely some horror elements no, in here. No, for sure. Yeah. I still don't know scares. if I would say this is like a full horror film. Yeah. But um, I particularly like when like she goes to the hospital and like Winona's like stabbing herself in the face. Yeah, and, like, maybe. That, yeah. that stuff gets kind of scary. Yeah, but. I think maybe that's the scariest. I think the, the climax is not spooky scary because yeah. it is skeletons yeah it's it sends ske- shivers down your spine exactly yeah. once once it starts rolling once once yeah. the paintings are talking to her you're like oh she's fully crazy yeah. and then it's more of a psychological like let's watch how far the crazy yeah. goes yeah because to me the scariest scene is when she's masturbating and looks over and her mom's sleeping in the room I mean that's what scared me <laughs> I was like oh my god you could have witnessed the whole, sh- <laughs> the whole thing also to take it back to a sexy place had never seen a female masturbate that way before. Changed my whole life. Mm. Never seen him flip over onto the stomach. Oh, I was yeah. like, whoa, I've never been the same. <laughs> I also can't comment on this. <laughs> then I started doing it, which it doesn't really work as a guy, but it's no. not the same thing. No. Yeah. It depends but, on it depends on honestly it depends on the size of your dick. That's true. Which by the way, it speaks well of you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And also I could have one of those holes cut into my mattress or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you guys watched like the show Dave? Yes. No. The milking table? Have you <laughs> yes. seen that? Oh, Craig, you have to watch it. It's so funny. It's pretty funny. This um, is when Kevin Klein is the president. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah, They made a Hulu series out of it. Um, Guys, this conversation is getting... It's getting wild. Very wild. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think the scariest moment is... I mean, for me, it's like when she's fucking... There's so much body horror, but it's like... Yeah. The, she's like pulling the... The feather out of her back. Ugh. Yeah. Yucky. Yeah. And you see like her bones, which you know is real because she actually lost a bunch of weight to do yeah. this movie. Even and though again, she already weighed like 110 pounds. Yeah. I remember go. I remember. 
when I signed up for the gym, I, which I'm no longer part of, and they said, what are your goals? You had to like write a fill and out you a said, thing. And I, I read this In Touch article about how <laughs> Natalie Portman got in shape for Black Swan. I literally just wrote Natalie Portman in Black Swan. Wow. And the, as it, I mean, as kind of a joke, but also not really. Yeah. And the woman who was like signing me up was like, what does that mean? Like laughing was like, what does that mean? And I was like, bones. I just want it to be like, I, I want my collarbones to cut a bitch. Yes. Yeah. Can I wait? Can I tell my Natalie Portman story? Please. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to play last If you tell year. me you fucked Natalie Portman, I'm going to be jealous. <laughs> no. Okay. That's the end of the story. No, <laughs> I, um, I'm in a play last year and, um, which he stole, he walked away oh, with, I saw it. He please. picked up a lawn chair and walked out of please. the theater no. with it. <laughs> so, um, uh, we have a Thursday, uh, night performance. There's like, 15 people in the audience of a 99 seat theater. Sure. And, uh, and I start, which uh, for those of you unfamiliar with Los Angeles theater is actually a great house. Yeah. (laughs) That's huge. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm, I don't come on until the, like the fourth scene or something. And so I actually would watch like the first few scenes of this play from the booth. And I'd kind of like take the temperature of the room and see like, Oh, there's some like younger people there. Maybe the people will laugh at this or that. And so, uh, I go on and, Everything kills. Like, like, and I had really bad nights where, where I was like, no one's laughing at anything I'm doing, and I'm literally the comedic relief of this play. Like, right. I'm a terrible actor. But for whatever reason, this Thursday night show, everyone's laughing at every single moment. End of the show, we get a standing ovation, and then someone comes into the dressing room, the stage manager. She pops in. She goes, who knows Natalie Portman? And my friend Bailey, who's in the show, goes, oh, yeah, she's a friend of mine. And she goes, she's, she was here tonight. And then I turn to my friend Bailey and I go, Natalie Portman was here tonight? And he goes, yeah, she said she might come. And I was like, Yeah, she what said she might come? But then I replay the whole thing in my mind and I'm like, it was her. She was dead center, front row with her husband and they were the ones who got everyone going. They were laughing at every single thing and they were the first people on their feet. God bless her. Natalie Portman. God bless her. God bless Natalie. I couldn't look at her in the, um, in the, uh, what's it called afterwards? Uh, the, what's the, the lobby? room? The lobby. <laughs> um, it's been, a, it's been a year. <laughs> I couldn't look at her. We don't have theater anymore. People don't know what, the, don't need yeah, to know who, what that word means No anymore. one cares. Who cares? Um, but uh, I, I was like, I, yeah. So there was like a moment where I thought, uh, I should go say hi or whatever. And I didn't. And then she left. That's a good Natalie Portman yeah. story. Thank you. Thank wow. I mean, and that makes me like her. And I liked her before. And now I like yeah. her even more. Isn't that, because that really tells you something. Yeah. Like yeah. a generous audience member. Yes. That's no joke. Yeah. That is no joke. That's yeah. like legit respect. Especially when there's, when it's not a full house. Uh-uh. It's like, it takes And something. you're Natalie Portman. You're Oscar winner Natalie Portman. Yeah. And you think maybe some people eyeballed you on the way in. Yeah. And sure. so. Maybe you don't want to draw attention to yourself by being like the yeah. only one laughing out yeah. loud. But she did it, and you I. Do you know who else I, love I bet her. like is like that when they see theater? I bet Meryl, Meryl's like that. I oh, bet, I bet. I bet. I bet. Yeah, yeah I, I bet you're right. She's been in it enough. Yeah. I bet Kate Blanchett's like that too. Oh yeah. yeah. I think all yeah. the greats, Annette Bening, yeah. Julianne yeah, yeah. Moore. I think yeah. all the greats are like, wh- like they know if you're gonna if they're gonna go, especially because they probably you know they don't do it enough. It's like if they're gonna go out and you're yeah. gonna watch somebody mm-hmm. put themselves on the line, fucking give them you know give them some encouragement. Yes. Oh, also. 
I have played a Jewish character in this play. Uh-huh. And I had to Natalie do, Portman's famously Jewish. Famously she's like Israeli. She's yeah. like a Jewish princess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had to like do a Shema. I had to like sing a Jewish prayer. And I and so I'm so glad that I didn't know she was in the audience until afterwards. And yeah. I was like, oh fuck. Oh my god, that. it was Bashar. Nailed it. Yeah. That is crazy. Woo! Megan likes to throw out her Yiddish when she can. Every once sure. in a while. Yeah. What am I wearing? It's just a shmata. It's just a schmata. <laughs> she actually fine. made a best friend who's very Jewish just so she could do it more often. <laughs> mm. I best, respect that. My best friend is very Jewish. Anyway, continue. Um, okay, so I do have some nitpicks, though, about this movie. Okay. Do, is Mila Kunis really good in this movie? No. She's not good in... She's, like, fine, she's hot but as I hell, remember, though. like, when it happened, everyone was, like, supporting actress nom for sure, and I no. rewatched it, I'm like... She's fine. It's like, because ever it's because the movie's good. And I don't know who else. Honestly, I you have to have someone that's like the same size as her. And yeah, like, and hot as like shit. A, yeah, mm-hmm. and has like a dark yeah. like version of Natalie Portman. So I don't know who else is going to be there. Mila Kunis is an interesting character because is an interesting actor because there is a sexuality about her. Again, we we're talking about a lot of sex stuff, but like this is a very sexy movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does. It's funny because I remember seeing. Um, remember Oz. The great and mm-hmm. powerful, yeah, yeah, terrible movie, but she's in it, and I re- this that was when I was like, oh, she can't play anything. Period. Like yeah. she's she reads so contemporary, yeah. um, but I'm I'm interested to see, which I is want, why my Wuthering Heights film with <laughs> fell apart, <laughs> fell yeah. apart, down in flames. Yeah. I want to see her honestly, maybe be more of like a personality, I mm. think, than anything, yeah. or like a movie, like a like a movie star. She should be hosting the Drew Barrymore show, show instead of Drew instead Barrymore. Instead of Drew Barrymore, because it's a because it's a ride, <laughs> guys. If you've not watched the Drew Barrymore show, it is. But like bad moms, like she's perfect in a movie like yes, that. It's exactly. Like, yeah, that's who we want Mila Kunis to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think maybe this also got some attention because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think she had really done this kind of film. No, I mean, she was like that 70s show and like romantic comedies. Yeah, so it's also when someone has their first foray into this kind of material with this kind of marquee director opposite someone like Natalie Portman, it's like, I think you kind of become, in the best way possible, guilty by association. Yeah. Yeah. I also think the movie eventually gets like too on the nose. Like I think all the stuff in the dressing room yes. mm. is like the duality of self stuff. It's like, yeah, we already got that. We we yeah. knew as soon as we knew Mila Kunis wasn't actually at the house yes. and the hookup yeah. didn't actually happen, like we we got where you were going. Yeah. yeah. Also would a the wound at the end mm. would that have killed her like that earlier? Also medically, like I just don't think like, yeah, she'd either be dead earlier or she's gonna be okay. You don't just like all of a sudden she lands and then there's yeah. seven pints of blood on the stage. Well, it's a it's a fable. It's yeah. A, yeah. I'm willing to go with it because I'm like right. this is, it's not real. You know, it's not real life. It's yeah, all, it's a heightened version. Even the I think even people would say even the New York City ballet and even like the version of New York and like all her whole world is such a even when they go to the bar and everything and the guys. Yeah, it's such a heightened version. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost a, it's very nondescript. Yes. It could be, I mean, it we feels know it, like a fever dream, exactly. all of it. It yeah. could take place anywhere yeah. at any time. Yeah. Which is why she could, I, yeah. I mean, for all intents and purposes, the whole fucking thing could be in her head. She yeah. could live in like oh, Ohio. Sure. Yeah. You know? Which is why I think it holds up 10 mm-hmm. years later. Sure. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it doesn't feel of a specific time in place. Exactly. The fighter. Okay. So <laughs> we're going to have to just stop this podcast and then start a new <laughs> podcast called. Talking fighter, <laughs> okay. Because I want to talk about the fighter for. Now this is basically this is basically hours. how you grew up. 
Well, here's the thing. So, so my my grandfather was a vending machine salesman from Lawrence, Massachusetts. Not Lowell, but it's like Lawrence is like the scuzzier version of Lowell. Okay. And my grandmother, my nanny, looks and talks exactly like Melissa Leo in this movie. I'm, mm. I swear to fucking God, I, if I'm wrong, I, I, I'm not wrong. I'm, <laughs> she is wicked, exactly like Melissa Leo. Uh, and so it really brought back a lot of negative memories <laughs> for me yeah. because they both were hated each other. Um, but uh, even that, even that said, I was like, okay, guys, tone it down. Mm, I agree, a hundred percent. I mean, they so they. We should point out for those of you who don't remember, they both won Best Supporting Actor for this Best Supporting Actor and Best Supporting Actress for this film. Um, and even my nanny was like, "This is this is a you got to take it down a notch. You got to mm-hmm. take it down a notch." Um, yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. My my hottest take about this movie is I think Amy Adams is the best performance in the movie. Agree. Uh, and she has five lines. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love Amy Adams and I think that, you know, there's a whole contingent of like, you know, people who, and I'm one of them believe that she is so underrated and Mm -hmm. has given us incredible performances. Um, but, uh, for me, Christian Bale is the best performance. Interesting. Wow. Wow. Now I can tell you the exact moment Christian Bale wins the Oscar in my mind. I mean, he probably wins it anyway because it's Christian Bale, and he's like, he's a, one of our great actors. Does he he's win it in the last four seconds? In the last and four seconds yeah. in that interview yeah. segment. It's where the he best acting down. you've ever yeah. seen in your life. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. And honestly, like, it's for me, though, it's the only moment where it's like feels like a real character. Mm. Yes. Like, it feels like a cartoon until that moment, mm. and then it's like very, very real. And it's one, great. Yeah. It's incredible that last moment. Yeah. Yes. yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, I, and again, I say this as. Being a daughter, not the pride of Lowell, but a daughter of Lawrence, mm-hmm. um, it's too much. Mm. And you know what? It's got to get rained honestly, back. Honestly, you but, know what I think hurts hurts it was the decision to choose those sisters that are just basically non actors from the area. Yes. Uh-huh. Because when you particularly contrast Melissa Leo with those sisters, it's like. Yes, those sisters are huge, but because of what they look like and stuff, they feel very real, whereas Miss Alyssa Leo seems like someone playing someone from that mm, yeah, area. Yeah, 100%. And again, I don't think it's a bad performance at all. It just feels over the top, and I feel like it almost does her a disservice having to put her against real mm, people. Yeah. They're just like, this is who we are. This but is, what's interesting yeah. to me is that, they're, especially I'm that... Conan's sister, and this is I'm who Conan's I am. Sister. Right. That scene when they when they go, they're like, we're going to go beat her ass. Like, the, it's that girl. It's that girl. Whatever, what's her name? Amy Adams movie or whatever? It's like that, whatever her name is. That like, MTV girl. It's that, that MTV girl. We got to go, we, we got to get her out of there. And they go to the house, right? Yeah. And like confront her. She, the way she behaves, the way Amy Adams reacts to those women is like, again... Exactly like my aunt Susan, mm-hmm. who's pretty trashy, uh, but um, the it, it feels it doesn't feel pushed in mm. the same way. Amy Adams is still of that era. Like I yeah. buy that she is from like she's from Lowell. She's or she's you know she's from Revia or yeah. Berlin or wherever the yeah. hell. But like she feels more lived in, I guess. Mm. And I think maybe it's because she's not pushing quite as hard as yeah. Melissa Leo and and, and yeah. Christian Bale. Mark Wahlberg, God bless him, is doing just playing himself. Best. Yeah, just being. Just yeah. The other thing I think in watching this, and Meg and I recently did another podcast where we talked about Silver Linings Playbook, 
and I think it, it also doesn't do the actors necessarily a ton of favors, is David O. Russell's dialogue to me all, always rings a little hollow. Yes. And always feels like a little, it just feels scripted mm. in a way that a lot of his contemporaries, even if they're like Quentin Tarantino, where there's something heightened about the way he writes, mm-hmm. doesn't for me. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about, I mean, in comparison, we'll talk about the movie more in a couple of minutes. Like, watching this and then I watch The Kids Are All Right right after it Mm -hmm. and I just feel like just the script itself like The Kids Are All Right I was like even if the situations feel like something that would only happen in a movie the way people talk to each other I'm like yeah that sounds like people how people talk and particularly I noticed it during the bar scene Mm -hmm. that a lot of the stuff that kind of goes back and forth I was like it just all seems like bon mots for people Mm. this movie I think it's interesting because it's not unwatchable. No, not at all. Like you, like I'll watch this. Like I'll watch this movie again. Like you, it's not. It's it moves for yeah. sure. I think it's interesting. It's it. It's a little confused um, in that it doesn't know who it's about. Mm. And I think that's why people are like, "Who's your protagonist? Who's your like whatever? Pick your two handers are difficult." And I think that it's weird because the first half of this movie is more about Christian Bale, and then it. Then all of a sudden, the the boxing stuff with Mark Wahlberg, like they they set up in the first half. It's like whatever his name is, like Webb versus whatever the one that he gets his ass beat. And then you don't get that title card again for another like forty minutes because he doesn't fight another fight. Yeah. So the way that it's paced out is very like it. It is. It's. I mean, it's. I I understand. It's a difficult thing to do, to kind of figure out who the movie is about when there's two, when it's about two people. Yeah. Yeah. I I think the other thing is that it almost feels like it's structured in a way um, with how Wahlberg's character is. It almost feels more like a comedy Mm -hmm. where Wahlberg's like the straight man and Mm -hmm. he's got, he's surrounded by all these people that are bigger than him. Yeah. But I don't think that works in a drama. Like in the drama, I think your main character should be the most interesting, has to be the most interesting person. And he's not. That's a really good point. I think that's fair. I think, I think once, and honestly, like, I don't, I don't think Mark Wahlberg is like a great actor anyway, but I don't think he could do anything about that with this. No, like I I don't, I think you could have put fucking Leo or fucking, Daniel Day-Lewis yeah. as that character, and he's yeah. still not going to be the most interesting character. I the think they're sort of handcuffed by the story itself. Yes, mm-hmm. agreed. Because it's like, well, Just that's, like with 127 yeah, hours. That's yeah. the story of Mickey. It just so happens his brother is way more interesting right. than him, but you have to have them in the same story because that's the way it happens. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, we're going to bounce back and forth and kind of wonder what the actual narrative through line is. I find that once... Once he starts, like, dating Amy Adams, mm-hmm. like, I'm in on that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm in on him. I'm rooting for him. Because she, because yeah. his story, because her, now she's in yes. it, and she's the most interesting yes. part in and a weird way. It, it, you know, she ends up being the fuel yeah. that gets him back into fighting in the yeah. right way and getting him away from his family in the right way and all that stuff. So that part of it, I, I, I and I, I do think Mark is... Um, I think he's a really underrated listener, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, as we know, as performers and actors, is really deceptively hard to do. And I think he just does a really good job, specifically in this role, of kind of understanding that like he is this 
strong, silent guy. Yeah. And everyone around him is the Tasmanian devil. Right. And you can kind of cut to him at any point and project yourself onto him going like, how the fuck am I going to get out of this? Like, how am I going to talk to my mom? And what am I going to do about my brother? And so I feel like he has all that stuff going on. It's just, yeah, it's not a flamboyant performance. How am I doing listening to you right now? I don't, I don't buy it. Oh, no, yeah, you're trying to pull something. You know, off. I, yeah. I zoned, I zoned. Yeah, I yeah. knew it. I, I knew it. Yeah, yeah. Shit. I knew okay. it. Well. Joe's a really good actor, so he, yeah, I could tell. He can see. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a. I'm, I'm good at faking it. Yeah, yeah. Just ask my husband, am I right? Hey, hey. The dog just looked back, like, what are you yeah, guys what doing? Are you guys doing? Um, yeah, I mean, it's good. The yeah. fi- it's fine. It's a, it's, it's a yeah. good it's movie. It's an enjoyable movie. I like it better than Silver Linings Playbook. I think it has more of a through line to it. Me too. Um, I think Silver Linings Playbook is more scattered and doesn't really know what it actually wants to be about than this movie does. It doesn't have the fun. I, I think that the the denouement in Silver Linings Playbook is more fun. The dance yes. part is yeah. more fun. Mm-hmm. It's just what I'm realizing is... Um, boxing movies also, I just don't... I, I, boxing is a sport that I just don't... I, I also don't think this it. is not... Yeah. Uh, Except for the last round of the last fight, I don't think the boxing scenes are shot with any sort mm. of like like Eye inspiration. To boxing, yeah, yeah, it's not like like Creed. Like those sh- fights are like really fun to watch. Like yeah. they're well done. Raging Bull, obviously. Well, like even Million Dollar Baby, I, w- I yeah. would argue, like it, they they do a good job. Have you seen? Have either of you seen the film Warrior? Yes. yes. Great movie. Good movie. Great movie. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Watched it recently. Guys, Guys check it out. Oof, yeah, if you Tom like, Hardy. Tom Hardy, Joel, Joel Edgerton, Edgerton, Nick Nolte. Yeah. It's a solid, solid movie and has fighting in it that I think is shot very dynamically yeah. and it's very exciting. Yeah, Super the fights are the, are the worst. I think the fights are the most boring part of this yeah. movie for sure. A fighter, I, yeah. I actually have a really close friend from college who recently separated um, from her husband and I never liked him because the first time I met him, we were talking about movies and it was the end of 2011. And um, I said, you know what I think is super underrated was Warrior. And he was like, no, that movie sucked. Bye. And it turned me off for a moment. Bye. Isn't it funny how the little things yeah. or I was like, I'm see, but that's like, not a little I, thing to me. That's telling me so much. <laughs> I honestly was like, hmm, okay, well, yeah, probably never going to like you very much. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would be inclined to follow up with the what sucked about it. <laughs> But I, I'm guessing he wouldn't be able to tell me. I'm, I'm going to say, yeah. When, yeah. When, again, it's like arguing with a Republican. It's yeah. like, well, what are we, what are we, what are we talking sucked. about here? I don't know. I just didn't like it. It was stupid. But what about cool. Nancy Pelosi? Yeah, yeah the what about okay. yeah. All right. Um, yeah, the fight. The big thing with David O. Russell is I just feel like his movies that have been, have gotten awards attention are not as good as his earlier movies that didn't. Mm. Like, mm. I think Three Kings and I Heart Huckabee's is better that are better, better than, than American Hustle or Silver Linings Playbook or The Fighter, and mm-hmm. I, I just don't even think any of those movies are I, American Hustle. I have some issues with, but the other ones I don't even think are bad. Yeah, I just think like Three Kings is like infinitely more interesting than Agreed. any of them. Agreed. It's I mean, and to talk about some range on on Mark Wahlberg's part, I mean him and I Heart Huckabee's versus him and The yeah. Fighter. Yeah. I mean it's it's pretty great. He's not he's not a bad he, he again he's a he's not a he's. For me, is not an actor. He's a movie star. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he, like, works in, like, two different modes. And, like, he the does. movie star mode, he's, like, really good in. And when yeah. he's trying to act, he's just better in small doses. Like, yeah. he's incredible in The Departed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, he's so funny in He's that really movie, funny. Yeah. But he, otherwise, like, when he's being an action star, like, yeah. great. He does his thing. Yeah. Like, when he's doing something like Instant Family, which is, like, honestly a pretty good movie, and he's yeah. good in it. Mm-hmm. But, Shout out Alan Rachel. Yeah. But here's the thing. I think that, like, I, I as somebody who is from the Boston area. 
I that is such a trope. This like whole the 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 accent, the yeah. mm-hmm. the look, the this, the that, or whatever. And I'm it's I don't know if it's I don't know if it's because I'm from there that I'm like the only people for me that really ever pull it off are the people that are also from there. Right. So like Mark Wahlberg pulls it off in this movie for me. Uh, ben, another movie that came out this year that we're not going to talk about. So I'll, is the town. Yeah. Ben Affleck pulls it off. Right. Matt Damon, whenever he does it, pulls it off. Like the, if you're from, if you're from Boston, you fucking get it. And mm-hmm. if you're not, then it's fucking. Yeah. What, are you, what are you fucking doing? Yeah. yeah. Go fuck yourself. Go Red Sox. Go Pats. Yeah. <laughs> Inception. Guys. Yeah? Am I going to be so boring if I say that I fucking love this movie? No. It's a great movie. No, that's great. Does it make any sense? Yes. To me, it makes every sense. Does it? I've seen it four times, and and every time I've watched it, I've tried to just kind of, like, focus on something... um, you know, Christopher Nolan is very cerebral. Can we have a... De- before we get into this, because yeah. he, he's a divisive character, uh-huh. a divisive director. Yeah. And I think that there are... Somebody... I was, t- I was talking to somebody and they were like... I, t- I said something about how much I loved Christopher Nolan and they were like, ugh, like the, the, something about the patriarchy. Like mm. like he him being like a toxic like whatever the mm-hmm. fuck and I was like ooh am I a bad feminist that I have to tell you I am very in the hole for Christopher Nolan even Same. the stuff that I don't that I think is like Interstellar I think is a lesser I still like mm-hmm. I still right. am interested in and I think part of that is he gets good performers and good performances but I think just the other part of it is that they're fun movies that yeah. are mm-hmm. they're the ugh, this is gonna I'm gonna immediately want to kill myself for saying this but I'm like. They're the thinking man's blockbusters in a weird way. I, I say this is somebody who has not seen Tenet. I haven't seen Tenet either. I haven't seen Tenet. No, I see what you're saying. I mean, Christopher Nolan makes event films mm-hmm. that are very cerebral. Yes. They are not... I think I think the thing people bump up against a lot of the time, and I, I, I would be happy to argue this because I, I think there's plenty of examples to the contrary, is that his movies aren't emotional. Mm-hmm. That they are sort of, um, you know, they're like looking at something from thirty thousand feet. They're sort of, um, they're about time. They're yes. about um, not the movie about time, which, by the way, is very emotional. Obsessed with that movie, it obsessed makes me haven't seen it yet. Yeah, so You've never know. seen about time. Oh, about time. I thought you yeah. said, meant the movie. There's a new documentary out called Time. Oh, I oh no, 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 no. I'm talking about time. I love talking about, about the Richard Curtis film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donald yeah. Glover. Yeah, yeah, everybody loves about time. time. Fucking yeah. destroys me. Yeah. It kills me. Um, no, but I agree with yeah. what you, you are. I think you are right. As and I'm thinking about this because as somebody that cries in movies often, yeah, I don't think. And there is an emotional core to this movie he, that yeah. he has built in with mm-hmm. with him and his wife and his children, and we and I and the father son relationship father between son. Killian and Pete Postuli one hundred percent. And none of that gets me. I get it intellectually. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it in in my heart. Yeah. And and I guess in a. I, and if, I guess if I did, then he'd be the fucking greatest director of all time. Well, yeah, like he'd be Steven could, Spielberg, right? He'd be, yeah, he'd be yeah. Steven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I think, but to me, the reason I want to go see what Christopher Nolan is doing is because he is so obsessed mm-hmm. with film and right. filmmaking, 
And his movies are so on purpose. Yes. Like, it's not like, I guess I'll make this movie. It's like he's fucking slaved over a script for two and a half, three years or yeah. whatever it is. And, and then you know it's going to be a feast for the eyes. You know the music's going to be great. You know the actor's going to be at the top of their game. So there's nothing to dislike unless you're just not in. Like, right. if you're just not in on him, then, like, I get it. Yes. But if you are... You know, like you were saying about Interstellar, which I rewatched fairly recently, and actually I found myself like, this movie's super emotional. Yeah. This movie is like maybe his most emotional film. I yeah. think maybe the the logic of that movie actually for me suffers more, or, or some of the other parts of that movie suffers more because he did, it he seemed like he went emotion. for more of an emotional mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Whereas in this movie... It didn't, even with Leonardo DiCaprio, who's an amazing actor, yeah. I never fully bought into it because there were too many other moving parts. Right, right. Which are, by yeah. the way, now you say I'm like, it doesn't make sense. It, I'm like, I get it. Guys, mm. I get Inception. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, what do you But I also say? love the idea of the hardest thing you can't, pl- because it's a, that make the second, they're like, you can't plant an idea in somebody's mind. It's such a fascinating. Yeah. Anyway, such a fascinating idea. Go ahead, yep. Craig. Um, I think uh, for me, Inception. I think you know, like as a f- like film that that's just fun to like go watch. Yeah, it's great. Like the visuals are incredible in it. Um, I'm not sure that I. This is only the second time I watched it. I don't think I'd seen it since I saw it in theaters. Um, I'm not sure that I buy that it fully makes sense. There's also like some stuff with the movie that it just seems like why would you make these choices? Like, this is the biggest job you've ever done. You're going to pull Ellen Page out of school to be the architect, which seems like it's, next to Leo, the second most important position. Mm. Like, there's no one else that can do this. I don't I know. know. Like, he you're... went to Michael Caine, and Michael Caine he I know said, said, I have someone better than I, you. I know your pussy posse bro, like, sold you out, <laughs> so... <laughs> How many people in the world can design dreams? I mean, I don't know, Michael Caine... Like, again, it's sort of like with me for Black Swan, where I'm just like, this isn't a real thing that exists. Right. So I'm sort of willing to go with whatever you tell me because this isn't real life. Yeah. I think I'm with you. I, I find that it's like, um, so it's like this in Interstellar 2. So much of the dialogue I don't understand. Yeah. And yet I have such a respect for the fact that he sat down and wrote it mm-hmm. and had to make it make sense for himself that I'm like, I don't care if I don't get this. Yeah. I like, just feel like you he, get it. I just feel like he like had to like, cause obviously like it's something that never, that doesn't exist. Yeah. But there's certain things in it that I was like, well, why did that even have to be a thing where you had to like, just like something basic, like the sedative mm-hmm. that they give them and how he has to write in that thing. Well, no, I designed the sedative so it doesn't affect your inner ear. It's like, why does that even have to be in it? Like why? Mm. Well, because you know? the sedative has to be super, super strong right. so that they can go three levels deep into your dreams. Sure. And which, which you get, but the fail safe is the inner ear. So in case you're like, I need to wake up out of this, yeah. that's the fail safe. But also that doesn't end up being the case because Leonardo DiCaprio is the worst boss in the world. It's like, oh, bad. guys, just so you know, now that we're in this dream, uh, if you die, unlike usually where you'll just wake up, you're going to be trapped in limbo forever. Yeah. Yeah. That is, and by the way... Sorry I didn't tell you until we got in the dream. That is a real, that's a real tough, that's a real tough thing to hear. Yeah. Too. yeah. Especially if you're Ellen Page, who's like, 
are you fucking kidding me? I like, I like science. I wasn't yeah. supposed to be on this day. Yeah. Tom Hardy. That's like, I don't even know that I really like you, bro. <laughs> right. I was like hanging yeah. in Morocco and all of a sudden now. Or like, you're fucking uh Saito. You're right. fucking, what's his face? And you're like, I just was here to protect my investment. And now you're I just me, got shot. This is, this really pertains this is to me. Bad. And Leo's like, Oh, also, my wife might pop in and out. Yeah. I don't know. She does she what she is wants. smoking hot. Don't worry about it. If you see a smoking hot lady, let me know. I will say, I do think, I again, another reason why this movie like really works for me is because the, um, uh, as somebody who has very vivid dreams, it is crazy how, or I feel like I will have, like even this morning, I had the long, I mean, I'm not going to tell you what it was because it's boring hearing other people's dreams, but I literally was like, wow, I just lived a life, mm. a full life. And I, I had w- woken up at eight because Maddie was snoring, looked at my thing, went back to sleep, lived a full life, woke up and was like, God, it's probably like noon. Looked at my, looked at my phone, 845. I was like, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. It is weird the way that you're, and Mine you feel, like yeah, and how you can feel like it was something that actually took place, yes. and now you're a different person. Yes, yeah. which is what happens to Marianne Cotillard. Yeah, yeah. Which that scene, I will say, is again not emotional for me, but it is very well played when yeah. she kills herself. Yep. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Very good scene. Although I will say that if. I was watching my wife kill myself. I think I would react in a different way than Leonardo DiCaprio did, which is just, no, no, (laughs) no. Well, what else would you do? I probably, I feel like I'd be in real, like, shock. You wouldn't wouldn't be able to vocalize? Yeah, You wouldn't sound like she just rear-ended a car? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stop back it. Oh, you hit the car. Oh, you hit the car. Oh, you did it. You killed yourself. Oh, you're dead now. You're dead. I'm getting getting how you react in every situation between this and 127 hours. It's like, wow, you don't have a lot in common with these. No, you just go completely into yeah. shock no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a couple more nitpicks. Sure. Killian I'm Mur- happy. I'm so happy to adjust them. Killian Murphy's character. He's is a creep. He is a creeper. Is creeper. it strange that he doesn't recognize Ken Watanabe if this, if this is the biggest competitor to his father's business? Not in a dream, I don't think. But when does he see Ken Watanabe in the dream? There's, I, I don't even remember, but I actually wrote down, wouldn't Killian Murphy recognize Ken Watanabe? So clearly there's a moment where they look at each other. I don't know. I don't know. There's people in my dreams where I'm just like, hmm. Um, Next? Yeah. That's it? No, I have um, the big idea is dad, dad wants you to be different. <laughs> dad wants you. I don't know that that, it, what a weird, that's a hard thing to plant. Yeah. Like, yeah. Break up the company. What um, I, I always like to think about, like how casting of, of a film is so of a time and place. Um, Ellen Page. But, yeah, I was yeah. just thinking like she was having such a moment yeah. at, at that time, and and who would play that part now? Because you could still cast Leo today. Yeah, you could still cast Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. I think you Joe, have to still cast Ken Watanabe. You have because to. There's no other Japanese yeah. actor that is taken seriously. I think the roles that would change would be. Um, well, maybe Dalip Rao would still probably play that role. Um, but I, I think Ellen Page may be somebody different. And I think, sadly, Joe Gordon-Levitt is somebody different. Yeah. Well, he, that guy, it's so funny because that, so that scene, uh, the famous scene of like that him like, in the hallway, in the mm-hmm. hallway with the fight in the hallway is fucking rad. It's, it's like, amazing. It's an amazing scene. It's so well shot. The music is awesome. Like, it's bomb. Yeah. Um, that guy... He got weird, didn't he? Did he? He He got weird. He got very into like 
I don't know. He got like into he got up his own ass, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. He made his he made he started his like that hit record company or whatever and he got started trying to do other yeah. stuff and I you mean know, he's back now. I think he's you back. Know, he's I think you know what? the Chicago 7 and I think he, he went away. Yeah. He had a he had kids. And I think he's back. Okay. And I watched an interview with him fairly recently where he was talking about Inception and how because I always got I got this sense too that like it was cool that he got that movie. Yeah. Like it, he you know he had done interesting shit. Like right. you know brick and things like that. Yeah. Mysterious skin but but like you know, it felt, and I remember watching him in it and thinking, like, this is cool for him. Yeah. And he works in the movie. I think it's really good. And I think it gave him kind of a new, yeah. um, that character is such a, you could, you could hate that. You could think he's yeah. such a smarmy little bitch. Yeah. And the way he plays it is like, no, he's just a professional. That's right. He just knows yeah. what he's doing. I think he said that he showed up in like a three piece suit to meet Chris Nolan and, yeah. and, and they just like talked about movies and stuff. And, um, but yeah, he's great. And I think, and I think it was the first time a lot of people had seen Tom Hardy. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, he probably got a lot of IMDB searches after it's maybe the last movie. time people have seen Tom Hardy's face. He, am I right? Yeah. And heard his voice for crying out yeah, loud. Crime. I wish he'd use the Bane voice. I wish he'd use the Bane voice. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. He, he, that part is, I mean, that's such a small, I feel like he's so unmemorable in it just because Leonardo DiCaprio and Ellen Page like really kind of yeah. like take, yeah. take over. Yeah. Um, what is it a lot? But he has a great line. What's that line? It's when he's, uh, I think it's like he shoots a grenade launcher or something like that. Um, you have to think bigger. That's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> don't be, if, no, he goes, don't be afraid to think, don't be afraid to think bigger, my dear, or my, my, my boy or whatever. That's right. Yeah. That's a good line. Yeah. That's a, it's a good it's like it is so it's such an interesting concept that even when you do find like nitpicks, it's still yeah. like, well, yeah. it's something that you're still Yeah. The thing about about a Christopher Nolan movie is like afterwards you're gonna think about it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like I, did that fucking thing yeah. fall can, or not? Yeah. Can I ask at the so towards the end of the movie, when he finds Ken Watanabe, here's something I, I honestly don't understand, and maybe you can explain it to me. Why is Ken Watanabe like 115 years old in limbo and Leo DiCaprio's like 15? <laughs> because he went to, I mean, I, I don't know that I would make it like that big of a, yeah, like I think it, I think, it, but he should it, be because older it's, because it's, he, he died and went to limbo. And then after he died and went to limbo, then Leonardo DiCaprio went to limbo. So right. he'd been in limbo It longer. just feels like they did like some sort of aging makeup on Leo, but like barely. No, no I agree. And I agree. way too much on Ken Watanabe. Yeah. Like it just feels like it should be closer. They should have been, yeah, it should have been a little closer for mm-hmm. that, for sure. Yeah. But I, but also, that is Also, do you think it's weird that they dark. use um, Edith Piaf's music? Like, when doesn't Marine Cotillard like yeah. one You could have used literally... Any other song in the entire world to mm-hmm. wake yourself up? And is you this post the, La Vie en Rose? Yeah, La Vie en Rose is 2008, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's weird. As opposed to the person that two years ago won an Oscar for playing Edith Piaf. That is weird. Yeah. That is weird. Or she maybe is, he was just like, no, that's why he's he's like, like, fuck it, I don't care. She yeah, is home. so fucking hot. She is the most gorgeous woman. Yeah. I think maybe. Would you say she's the most beautiful 9 11 denier on earth? <laughs> she is a crazy person, isn't she? Yeah, she is thinks, that true? Yeah, yeah. she thinks 9 11 is a conspiracy. Or she did. I don't know if she still does. Maybe like that, she's, that, like, she's one of the people that think that we did it to ourselves? Yeah, somebody got it. She also came out and, well, this is like way less of a thing, but she was like, uh, I don't know. She's, she gave away, she was telling you, I'll Google. 
before the like, oh. it was like supposed to be a big surprise. She spoiled it. She spoiled it. Well, I'm playing Ra's al Ghul in she uh, is, The Dark Knight Rises. And, uh, she is one of the best actors alive. Mm-hmm. And that and her death scene in The Dark Knight Rises is one of the worst acting uh, performances I've ever seen. Mm. And it's not her fault. They could have just used a different take, but it's very bad. It's like one of these in-between ones where it's like she she didn't know, should I go eyes open or should I close <laughs> my eyes? Oh, let's do this I weird in-between thing. Look like I could take it in out. It's bad. <laughs> We're going to watch it. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, I love you, though. I love you. I love you. I love you. I know you. you're a listener, this and a big, I love this you. This is a big... Uh, do you think if I cut my hair like that? Don't. No. Okay. Um, thank you. Thank you. Stop do you like think I have a shot at... Nope. Joseph Gordon Levitt's career. Okay. <laughs> um, this was a big dead movie twist year for Leo because Shutter Island is also 2010. Oh, God. That movie. Again, we talk about other end of the spectrum. Another great director. That movie is unwatchable. I disagree. I rewatched it. I think it is that movie, unlike Inception, I think it's kind of unwatchable a second time. Yeah. Because once you know the twist of Shutter Island, it becomes deadly obvious throughout the movie what, yeah. what's going on. Um the other weirdest thing about Shutter Island is clearly like the prison is like off the Massachusetts coast, mm. but it's supposed to be like the most like exclusive prison for like terrible mentally ill people in the country. And everyone that's there has a Boston accent. It's like, <laughs> so, so all the criminals Again, are from, from the from Boston here. area. Again, I would like to say I, as somebody from the Boston area, yeah. yes, the worst <laughs> yeah, people, right. the worst, yes, sure. that, that tracks yeah. the worst people in the world are from the Boston area. The kids go go socks. The kids are all right. Um, I watched this this morning. Mm. Delight, delight. Of great time. film. Great film. Just, just great. This is good. like this is an old, this is ultimate Mark Ruffalo. This is who I feel like Mark Peak Ruffalo actually is. Sex appeal. Everybody. I'm, here's what I'm. No, here's the through line for 2010. I would fuck a lot of these people. Yeah, they're all like, yeah. like wood bang. For Everyone's sure. really like attractive peak sexuality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mark Ruffalo included. I, I'm bummed about Mia Wasikowska. What's going on with her? She's so great. So she was in. I don't know if anyone else, if anyone else at this table has watched the movie The Devil All the Time. You bet your ass, I've watched it. <laughs> no. So here's the ba- here's the basic uh, pitch. I bet of The Devil All the Time. Yeah. Hi guys, uh, would you be available for three days to attempt an Appalachian accent and then die a gruesome death? Yep, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah, yeah, Robert Pattinson, you can come yeah. in and do that. Mia Wasikowska, yeah. you're good for that. Great, yeah. come on in. You know what, she, Eliza Scanlon, she is gonna be fine, and I think she's one of those people um, where it's like she's proven that she's super talented, mm-hmm. and I think it's just oversaturation. And I wonder how many films like she yeah. has, and she was like the second choice for. Yeah, yeah. people yeah. hyped her for sure. Yeah, for, also, and then Crimson Peak had, was a was a bust. Yeah. yeah, she probably also had to spend eight months shooting all those both those Alice in Wonderland movies. That's true. Oh, yeah. Like, so it probably took oh, her off the table true, for yeah. a lot of like. Indie yeah, she's she'll, she's going to be fine. Yeah, I hope so because because she's, she's great. She's Australian. They always bounce back. There, be everybody in this movie is pitch perfect. Yeah, the yeah. writing is amazing. It's a fucking great movie. It's great. It's, uh, yeah, I forgot how much I enjoyed this yeah. movie and all the performances. And and the, uh, it's fun to see Ruffalo kind of before he gets like this second wave mm-hmm. of huge success, um, you know, with the Avengers films and stuff. It's, it's, uh, it's cool to see him in a supporting role 
Um, it kind of reminded me of like Billy Crudup in 20th Century Women. Yeah. Um, it's that kind of a part For where sure. it's like this aging Lothario, um, very cool guy, but right on the cusp of it not being cool anymore. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, you're cool enough. You still get to fuck Yaya DaCosta. Yeah, from America's Next Top Model. Right. God, she's fucking hot. Yeah, yeah, Holy she's shit. hot as hell. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he gets some good sex scenes in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. But it's like you buy it. Like yeah. he's hot, and and like that guy absolutely exists. Yeah. And there's like a bunch of them in L.A. College so. isn't for me. Yeah. College wasn't for me. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all about like organic. Or like farm to table yeah. shit, and like, I, listen. Let me tell you something. I would fall for it yes. every time. Yeah. I love his line at the towards the end where he's has that scene with her again with Yaya, and he's like, um, he's. I think he says something like, you know, I don't want to be like that guy, that like fifty year old yeah. guy who's still hanging around, you know. Yeah, and it's like such a simple idea of of encapsulating his yeah. whole existential crisis. Yeah. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's, that movie's juicy. There's so many great situations. And I like that we don't really get to see what happens to him. Cause it's, no. cause that scene at the end with Annette Benning being like, this is my family. Yeah. Get your own. Yeah. Is yeah. like, that's yeah. the, that's you, you the, blew it, dude. Yeah. The yeah. thesis of the movie. And yeah. when he's like, even when he's like talking to Julianne Moore, he's like, let's just go for yeah. it. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> and she's you're like, just are you like, fucking kidding me? I'm yeah. gay. You're like, oof. Yeah. On, and she bro. just is like, what? No, you're, not li- and then she just like throws the phone and is like, "What?" No. Yeah, he really. It's it's sad to think that he. I mean, he blows it obviously, but also then it's like he hasn't quite figured out yet that there isn't a version of this where he's still around. Yeah, like they're a family; they're going to protect each other. Yes. You, we've known you for like a couple of months. Like you are the thing that goes away. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't know that, yeah, then that's that that always pains me. Yeah, yeah. Um. I just think the script's so great. I particularly think Annette Bening has like so many great one-liners in this oh, movie. My favorite. I, love, I know you're gonna say it. It's actually my third, but thanks for counting. Yeah, I also love when they're when um, she goes, "Let's go easy on the wine," and yeah. she goes, "Let's go easy on the micromanaging." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, my favorite line, and maybe in the whole movie, is like, "Oh yeah, well, I need your observations. Like, I need a dick in my ass." Yeah. <laughs> And then when she oh and then and then this is the part that should have won her the Oscar. Now that I I said all this nice stuff about yeah. Natalie Portman, but yeah. when she goes when she confronts Julianne Moore about yeah. having the affair and she's and Julianne and Julianne Moore is amazing too and she's yeah. like I was dirty and I took a shower and she goes did you take a nap too Yeah I'm like oh or when they're listening to Joni Mitchell and yeah. she, oh. I mean, Annette Benning is Annette Bening. so good. And the, t- the, yeah. the Oscar scene was when she comes back after she finds the yeah. hair, and she's yeah. sitting at the table, and everyone's talking, and she's and she's like, zoned out. She's and, drinking her wine after yeah. she had decided not to have wine to make Julianne more happy. And yeah, it's yeah, it's it's an incredible performance. Yeah, that scene, her coming back, is very reminiscent. Uh, it's maybe a more like you know uh, grounded in some ways, less of like a movie moment scene, but. Um, similar to Emma Thompson in Love Actually, oh. where she steps yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you're just like, it's a genius thing yeah. to let us in Why on that. Why does Joni Mitchell have so much I to know. do with Because it's broken like, women. it's all, it's the saddest shit you could ever possibly yeah. listen to. And it's now, so Megan and I have been to Joni Mitchell's house. You have? My friends live there. I got married. I mean, I got what? married. My friends got married. In her home. Um, in her home. Wow. Yeah. And they and they it, and the house that Graham Nash wrote. Our house is a very very fine house. About 
is, is where that Joni happens? Mitchell lives. Wow. When I first moved here. Well, Joni here, doesn't live there anymore. Right. When I first moved to Los Angeles, I stayed with Megan and Maddie for a few days before I found my apartment. And while I was staying with them, I went with them to a party at this house. It was the first party I went to in Los Angeles. Was that? Was that the wow. crawfish boil? Or was it just a party? I, it was just a party. Um, but it was wild. at Joni Mitchell's uh, they uh, write home their, she owns. They, they've yeah. met her. They write their che- they ch- their checks to Holy Joni Mitchell. Yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's beautiful. I would frame one And of also, they're like, they don't listen, so they're straight up rich people. Yeah. And like, their uh, uh, wedding was sick. They He's from New Orleans, and they transformed the parking lot into... Um, like they had a jazz band from New Orleans there. Whoa. They had a raw bar. They had a big giant tent. Um, they had an in and out truck came and I sat next to Seth Rogen at the reception. That's amazing. Yeah, it was pretty great. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, how did we get on this? Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell. All Right is a great movie. Hey, yeah. it's not just All Right. It's great. Yes. Um, Clay and Sasha are both such shitty high school friends that you would have to. <laughs> I know. Zosha Mamet is so good at playing. Oh, that she's great. Part. Yeah. And the guy who plays Clay is great too. And yeah. he probably yeah. never should have acted again because I bet that's just basically who he was. Yep. Exactly who he is. Um, but they both were like, oh, yeah, this is someone you'd be friends with in high school that mm-hmm. you'd go off to college and be like, why was that great? Like, you'd sort of stay in touch. And then, like, in yeah. like 12, I also, 15 years, she'd be like, oh, man. I can't believe she's got three kids now. Yeah. Wow. I also love Joni uh, or J- Julianne more of just being like, what are you getting out of your relationship? Yeah. Is this somebody that's going to help you grow? Yeah. It's so <laughs> um, good. If you were in a situation and your parents told their meeting story the way that, Ugh. and you were in high nope. school, can you imagine a worse no. thing to hear about when no. she was like, and then her tongue started working again? No. No, I'm good. No, no good. No good. I'm not, I'm good on that. Yeah. Great movie. They had a sexy, they had a sexy relationship too. No lesbian bed death for them. No. Although, I did wonder if there was a little bit of it because I was like, is Julianne Moore maybe not good at giving head? Because Annette Bening was not into it at all. No, not at all. That's true. And then, and then they do have that, you know, they obviously the reason, or at least the one that Julianne Moore gives about why she had sex with Mark Ruffalo is that she felt like she wasn't being appreciated. But can I say this? If you're like hotboxing a box. Mm. Ooh, that was like dark. I'm sorry that I'm got so gross, but yeah. the, she was down there and the covers with were no like, air, no air. Yeah. I, I I would be like the thing that's interesting working. about uh, yeah that sexual dynamic is I think it's very specific to films and mm-hmm. television because mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm taking that blanket off. Yeah, one hundred percent. But then it becomes a different type of yeah, movie. Type. Although so, the question is because none of us know this, if you have children in the house, do you get used to it in case a younger child was to walk into the room so you could play it off as something different? Like, obviously, like, their kids are at an age they would know what was going on anyway, but maybe it has just become a routine from when they were smaller children. Maybe. maybe. That's giving us some credit. Oh, you trained yourself. Right. Contact fell off. Oh, yeah, I have a... She's kissing a boo-boo down there. Yeah. Yeah, like deep sea divers get adjusted to like different depths and yeah, like so being, they don't get the bends. Yeah, totally. Right. And like it's like you can adjust to um, a hot box in a box situation. Right. I'm okay with that. That's, yeah, that checks out. Hot box that box. So um, at this point, we've gone through half the films. I'm going to suggest something okay. because uh, yes, Joe know. really only t- had till four. That's correct. Um, so I'm going to suggest we do the regular end of the episode, and then we figure out amongst us. A time to reconvene. Agreed. To do the, do the final five. five. Great. 
That's and great. I'll just put this up as a part one. Great. great. That's going to give me a time to finish the, the King's King speech. Great. I didn't actually she get was to making that focaccia and she just didn't have great. time. Great. Didn't have time. Um, well, I got on my Peloton. That's what happened. I got on oh, my Peloton. Oh, there you go. She got the Peloton. So I have some King's speech thoughts. I'm excited to great. get into it. Um, Joe, do you have a favorite movie from 2020? Mm. Oh, wow. Can I consult my list really Please quick? Please do, because I actually know Joe has actually seen some stuff. Oh. Mo- most of our, I mean, no one's really seen stuff in theaters, but I know Joe's yeah. still doing his due diligence on the streaming. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and say I have not, uh, I don't think I've seen anything um, new. I oh, watched yeah. uh, uh, I watched um, American Utopia last night on, Ma- on HBO Max, which yeah. is directed by Spike Lee, which is amazing. Oh, I just yeah. saw a sign for that on my way here. It's amazing. I should, I should watch it's that. It's very, yeah. very good. Um, I knew I was like, I need to c- consult my list, but then I was like, I, I knew it was going to pop up. God, you've seen a lot, Joe. Pop up. Uh, yeah, I, um, yeah, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. That's technically that's a 2019 film. Damn it, Joe. really? I'm yeah. so sorry. That's not this year. Yeah. When that did it come out? Movie. I mean, it got a bigger release in February, but it technically was really, it was at okay. Arclight in December. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So that's my favorite movie that I watched in 2020. Great. Sure. It's a, and it's a terrific Because I didn't see it in, film. until yeah. 2020. Also okay. a really hot fucking movie. Yeah. Gorgeous movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my favorite movie of 2020 then is probably going to be... Oh boy. Okay. Mm. Eh. Mm. Wow. This is. Yeah. Now it's tricky. Ju- w- yeah. Me watching you go through this journey is. Wow. I might say. Gosh, that's tough. Um, I'm struggling. S- struggle. Session. Do you have one? Yeah. Do you have one? I have a new favorite film of 2020. Oh, Please. No we've been stuck on Sorry We've Missed You since like March, um, which is still a good movie. Um, I do want to mention some other things I've watched over the last couple of weeks, which I think are very good. Um, I recommend Dick Johnson is Dead, okay. which is a documentary on Netflix. It's kind of tough to watch because it's about <laughs> her father getting Alzheimer's and Oof. she had previously lost her mother to Alzheimer's. But um, I think it's, it's very well done. The 40-year-old version. That's something that I was just recommended to me. Yeah. Um, which is... I'm going to watch that. Which is a pretty cool movie, especially um, there's a lot of theatrical-based stuff because she's a playwright who lives in um, Harlem. Oh. Um, so it's about a black woman who's about to turn 40 who had been sort of like a big deal, 30 under 30 playwright, and then has sort of hit a lull. Um, but I think that's super well done. Um, I think The Trial of the Chicago 7 is definitely worth watching. I actually really like the first hour and 40 minutes of it, and I think it totally falls apart the, in the last 20 minutes. Already. It just came out on Friday on Netflix. Oh, wow, okay. Is it on a scale of uh, uh, on a scale of zero to sports night, how Sorkin-y <laughs> mm-hmm. is it? So I think I think it's very Sorkin-y, and we'll talk about like the social network and Moneyball, well, not Moneyball, but social network on our next episode. Um, I think it's really well-written, Throughout, um, so in that way, it's very Sorkin-y throughout. Like the dialogue really crackles. I think the last twenty minutes is the newsroom territory. Mm-hmm. Um, it's better done. The movie is definitely better than like Molly's Game, like something that he's actually directed. But um, it just switches tone for me almost into like a Disney film in the last twenty minutes. Mm. Um, but my new favorite movie of the year is a little micro indie called Shit House. I feel like I've heard of it. So it is a story about, it's a, Connor Rateliff wrote and directed it, and he stars in it with Dylan Galula. 
uh-huh. um, who she's you might great. know from mm-hmm. Her Smell. She's the daughter on Kimmy Schmidt, uh, mm-hmm. Jane Krakowski's right. stepdaughter. Yes. Um, she's great. Um, so they basically, it's like a college story. He's a freshman in college, and she's his RA, who's a sophomore. Um, and it's sort of before sunsetty, sunrisey. Mm, yeah. I'm in. Um, it's in called college, Shithouse? It's called Shithouse, which refers to a frat house that they go to a party at. Um, at the very beginning of the movie. I don't think it's a great title for the movie because it makes it seem like it's something that's not. Yeah, it's, it's going to be like, yeah. Um, but I think it's a great romantic comedy. I think they're both extremely charming in it. Um, and I think it's the best depiction I have seen on film of homesickness. Oh, wow. Because his character is I'm from so Dallas and she's he's going to school in Los Angeles. Mm. And I think, and his mom and sister live in Dallas still in the interaction that, you see with, I think, as yeah. it's, it's really like, yeah. impressive for someone who was, I mean, he's, I think he's like 23 now. So he wrote and directed this wow. over wow. a spring break in college. Wow. Holy uh, shit. The original. I guess he originally wrote like a short film and filmed it and sent it to Jay Duplass. Like just tweeted at him, was like, bet you won't click on this link. And then Jay Duplass emailed him like the next day and was like, let's talk about making this a longer movie. That's insane. That yeah. is fucking crazy. Um, but check it out. It's you can rent it for six ninety nine on yeah, iTunes okay, right now. Sure, yeah. All right, I'm um, putting it out into the universe right now that I'm sending Mark Duplass a, a short film script that I wrote. <laughs> yeah, you should send um, it to Jay. He's got more time. Yeah, yeah. send it to Jay. Um, cool. So that's the first five movies of 2010. We Joe will, is it? We'll be back with a part two. Great. Next week, two weeks, we'll yeah. figure it out. Um, Joe, is there anything you like to plug? Um, no. Uh, please vote. Good plug. I voted. Joe, I know, has voted. Megan, have you voted? Yet? I voted, and I tracked yeah. my I voted. ballot. My ballot has yeah. been received. Yeah. yeah, same. I'm good. Yeah, just yeah. get out there and vote, gang. Yeah. Please, for the love of God. That's all I have to plug. Yeah. yeah. Just just vote. Just yeah. do vote. it. Vote, vote, vote. Um, vote no on 22, by the way, if you're in California and you're listening yeah. to this. I did, did that. I did I did that. it. Yeah. I did do that. Um, and also, if you're in CD4, you're in CD4, yeah? Are you? Is this Nithia? Yeah. No, I did. I'm not. Oh. I'm Nithia, and I voted for Nithia. Yeah, I didn't get to vote Nithia. for Nithia. I'm very yeah. bummed about Fuck it. Fuck David Ryu. <laughs> Saw that Hillary Clinton. Whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. doesn't matter. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, at The Oscar Should, on mm-hmm. Instagram or Facebook, at The Oscar Should Have Gone To. If you like what you're listening to, as always, rate and review us. Uh, feel free to interact with us on social media, guys. You can vote. you can still vote if something changes, if something's drastically, like people are yeah, like, please. we love Megan. Help me out. Her votes were better. We're going to hold what Joe thinks. We'll show it to him right after this, but yeah. we're not even going to announce it till the next episode. You'll have to come back. But don't, show, don't tell him. Well, I guess he already knows because he knows you have Godfather and I have Godfather too. Yeah, you'll have to come back for our rankings and for Joe's decision. on You don't want to miss that. Yeah, you won't want to miss that. Um, so thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you guys real soon. Bye. 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 Bye.